from Providence at Brown University to the White House this week. Dr. Shija is now serving as the White House Coronavirus Response Coordinator, and we had a chance to speak with him about his new role. The pandemic is not over. Um, obviously, we're in a very different place than we've been throughout the pandemic, right? We have hundreds of millions of people vaccinated, uh, people boosted. Um, we have more treatments available. That's the good news. Um, but absolutely, we are seeing cases rise because of BA2, uh, the subvariant. And we want to be careful. We want to watch that carefully and see uh, to what extent that ends up turning into severe cases, hospitalizations and deaths. That's obviously what we really want to avoid. And we look back to last summer when cases were down and we thought, oh, we're coming out of the pandemic. And then the winter hit hospitalizations, deaths back up. Is that a possibility again? Yeah, I think a couple of things. I mean, first of all, I do think we're going to see cases go up and down. I think that's a kind of a feature of this pandemic. We may very well see surges again. And I think we have to be um, careful about that. We have to obviously prepare for it. We don't know what we're going to see in terms of uh, the future. And, you know, my general view has been that we probably can't be in the, in the prediction business, we got to be get, getting into the preparation and readiness business. So whatever happens, if we do see a surge, that we are ready for it and we manage our way through it. Philadelphia is reinstituting their indoor masking because of a 50% surge. What is the message to local cities, towns, states? Let's talk a little bit about masking in general. We know masking works. I mean, wearing a mask clearly reduces your risk of getting infected. It reduces your risk of spreading it to others. So masks are one effective public health tool. Uh, and, you know, in terms of policy and recommendations, CDC has laid out what I think is a really good framework for what communities should be doing based on local conditions. I have been throughout the whole pandemic. I've been somebody who's been very supportive of local leaders making decisions based on local conditions. Uh, I think that's important. And so and partly because you know, local leaders have a sense of what's happening in their community that other people outside will have less of. So they should use the CDC framework uh, that clearly Philadelphia, the, the leadership there decided based on their conditions that they want to move forward with the mask mandates. Other communities are deciding that that's not necessary right now. Um, I think we should continue to think of masks as one important tool in a whole toolbox that we have at this point uh, and use it when we think it's going to be helpful. What about public transportation? I fly a lot. I'm sure you fly a lot as well. I feel safer with a mask on. Should this mask mandate continue? My views are, you know, we know masking is helpful. Uh, it reduces uh, transmission, whether it's on public transportation or elsewhere. Um, whether to have a mandate or not really is a CDC decision driven by their scientific framework. Uh, and we're going to leave that up to the CDC scientists. Uh, but there's no question in my mind that masks are an important public health tool that we use uh, to keep infection numbers lower. Let's talk about vaccination rates. Where are we in this country? And are we really not fully vaccinated until we're boosted? And that'll bring me into the second booster question. But let's talk about where are we as far as vaccination rates and booster rates? The good news on vaccinations is that we've made obviously enormous progress just compared to where we were a year ago. Um, more than 200 million Americans have gotten vaccinated. And a lot of older people, a lot of high risk people, and actually a lot of adults in general have gotten a booster, but not enough. We've got to do more on that. Um, I believe every adult once you're five months out from your second shot, absolutely needs to get a booster. Uh, that is completely uh, necessary when you look at what's happening with Omicron. Omic for Omicron particularly, a booster is essential. 
Um, the, the data that has emerged from Israel and elsewhere suggests that if you've gotten your booster and you're more than four months out of your booster, and if you're in a high risk group, so people over 60, um, the, that they benefit from getting a booster. And I think people over 60 should get a booster, uh, a second booster uh, after your first one. Uh, if you if it's been at least four months since you've gotten your first booster. Look, the, the point on this is that the virus continues to evolve. The virus continues to go up and down, and we want to do everything we can to protect people. And vaccines are the most potent tool we have for protecting people. And particularly for high-risk groups, being up-to-date means, I think, getting a second shot if you are uh, if you are more than uh, more than four months out from your first booster shot, uh, I think that's pretty essential uh, for people who are older and and therefore at higher risk. But that same Israeli report also notes that the efficacy of especially the Pfizer vaccine wanes after four months or four weeks, and is almost non-existent after eight. So that begs the question: How often are we getting shots now? We do see declining uh, impact uh, after the second booster, even after the first booster. But it's not just about antibodies, right? It is also about the other ways in which these vaccines help your immune system, prevent severe illness. So the 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 reason, the, the main reason I have been very pro-booster is because not just it prevents infection, but it really keeps people out of the hospital, keeps them from having severe illness, and obviously prevents death. That benefit is really important, really durable, and goes beyond four to eight weeks. So that's, to me, the major reason why I think it's important for people uh, to get that booster shot. And if you're over 60, uh, important that you get that second booster if you're at least four months out. What is the protocol for people who test positive for COVID now? It, it seems to be, is it five days? Is it 10 days? Yeah, the CDC guidance on this is, is one that I've been actually supportive of for many, many months. I think it's right. First of all, super important if you're infected, you, from the moment you have symptoms or you test positive, the first five days is when you're most contagious. You got to isolate during those five days. No question about it. That's the most important period. Um, day six through 10, uh, some people... Uh, may still be contagious. Many are not. You're much less contagious. And the CDC guidance is after day five, uh, you can return, but you've got to wear a high quality mask uh, if you're around others. And I think that's essential. So um, the critical period is that first five days, beyond the first five days, if you're going to return and interact with other people, wearing a high quality mask is really important. And any final things you want to get out to people who are watching this? Yeah, the big point I would say is while the pandemic isn't over and we've got to remain uh, vigilant, we now have the ability to protect people, to take care of people. Um, therapies are becoming much more widely available. And so while we should continue to keep infection numbers low, we've really got to keep our eye on the prize, which is making sure people don't get severe illness and death. And we can do that largely now. And we really have got to focus on continuing to execute on that.